Blue and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. It's the final catch-up podcast of the week. A short week for you, Lou. Must be glorious to the uh, four-day French week, as we call it. <laughs> it is pretty good. I think, you know, like since COVID, it's all about the work-life balance, Matt, and I think the four-day week is still well and truly balancing work and life better. Well, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people have talked about the four-day week over many, many years. Yes. Of course, well, the hasn't flips... it gotten over the line yet? Well, I mean... But what would happen to our show on the on the fifth day? What do you mean? Well, I mean, we have to do a show for five days in the week. Why? Not if it's a four-day working week, we don't. But would everybody have the same day off? Are you saying everyone gets the Friday off and the oh, Saturday yeah. and the Sunday? Oh, yeah, just make it a standardised thing. Let's just make it Friday, Saturday, Sunday or... <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I don't care which. But then what are what are people? Um, what are we going to do on those three days? We'd we'd have to go shopping, right? So, <laughs> do I have to like tell you how to no, 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 spend but, your time off? But my point is, I guess you know, like, how would Australia be productive with four days? I just think you'd cram everything into four days, mm. and you got like get your work done in your four days. Don't. I've, it, it could work, Matt. Okay, you're making, you sold, you're just, no, you're, you're making being, it so difficult. I'm trying. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm playing trying devil's, to play devil's advocate. I know here, that, but but I think just standardise it. Four days a week. All right, you've sold me. Just like they made Saturday and Sunday the weekend. <laughs> you sold like, me, Lou. Like who said the weekend's got to be Saturday and Sunday? Could be Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, it's a lot of people at work. Yeah, you've sold me. You've sold me. Four days. Four days from now on. Where do so we lobby? Where do we, we go where do we start lobbying? Well, I suppose for we it? just go and tell our boss we're only going to be doing it for four days. Well, after she just gave me my birthday off. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Off I go. <laughs> anyway, we sorted that little issue out. Um, <laughs> it was a big show today. There was a lot of stuff we covered. Let's Lucky kick it off. Lucky we had five days. Oh, hang on. It's Lou and Matt live and local weekday mornings on Triple M. And I don't know how you feel about this, Lou, but I. I reckon there's literally no better local footy pundit than a man who's won the Morris Medal and the Azai Medal. Yep, he's got the credentials. He's got the runs on the board, if you will. And he's a top bloke as well. The the truck, the fridge, Big Matty Cider. Good morning. Morning, Lou. Morning, Matt. You don't get embarrassed every time you say that. No, you like, love it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's sort of like, it happens every time. Like, oh, yeah. He loves well, it, Lou. Yeah. We've got to use your full it. title, Matt. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Oh, keep doing it, keep doing it. All right, yeah, I think you should have it yeah. on your business cards, honestly. Yeah, you yes, should. so do I. Should yeah, I've got them printed now. All right, let's go through the game. So um, we'll leave you just to give you a tip for, for them yep. and then let's focus on the game of the round. So Cora, Rutherglen and Wodonga Raiders. Oh, Raiders will win this. Raiders, are, I'm seeing some good form. <laughs> North Albury and Lavi. Lavi will beat North Albury. I predict North Albury will have a full losing season. Oh, man, that's so... It sucks. It's sad. It North Albury every week are just getting spifflicated in the words of Wayne Schwoz. And yep. Wodonga and Wangaratta. It's a draw. It's a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Wodonga's going to get spifflicated as well, yeah, I'm afraid. Probably, to be honest. Your old club. Yeah. All right, yeah. and the game of the round, the Rovers and Murderford, both right up there. Both definitely right up there. Rovers had a resurgence under Darren Creswell, um, really finding some good form. Look, they've got Sam Murray back this week. From a, I saw a hamstring, and he's probably the most dangerous player in the league. He probably still should be on AFL list, but um, got into a little bit of trouble. But him coming back just gives them so much depth. And Oh, gee, he's a gun. So I think Rovers will beat Murderford. 
by about two or three right. goals. There we go. That's the O&M covered. Should we touch on how Brock Burham are doing, Lou, because the great nah. man might be a little <laughs> upset. <laughs> Maddie, come on. Look, we're one and four. We've had a very slow start to the season. Look, we've got a new side and just working out some kinks. But in 2013, Brock started one and one and four and went on to win the flag. So there you go, Lou. We're hanging on that. <laughs> yeah, you've got to hang your hat on something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, Maddie, talk to me about Yak and Dander in the Talangata League. They are flying. Um, no we- losses, six wins. They're playing key with Sandy Creek, who've only had the two losses. But why Yak so strong? Matty. We, play, we played him in a practice match this year, and Yak over the last few years haven't been that strong. Um, Their coach, his name evades me at the minute, but he, he's played some high level footy. Look, they're up and about. They're a genuine premiership chance. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and the, the town's buzzing. It's I've been got a, a couple while. Of mates that live there. It's been a while, yep. And yep. Kiwa, too. Look, Kiwa, that's where a lot of old Wodonga players go once they're done. So they've picked up three or four O&M standard players as well. So. It'll be a cracker match. This is a round of this is the game of the round across all northeast. There you go. There you go. Excellent. Yak and Danda. Uh, it's, and it's at uh, Kiwa Sandy Creek as well, so they're playing host to uh, to Yak. So it will be an absolute yep. cracker game. Big Matty Sider, thanks so much, mate. It's going to be a really good round of footy, actually. Yeah, yeah. Each round. It's last time I talked to you guys and tipped. It was a round of upset. So look, it's a lot of cra- big crowds. Footy's bad. It's great. Everything's good. People just want to get out and get amongst it. Matt Sider. Yes. Thanks heaps. We'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Matt. Welcome. It's Lou and Matt. It's the Borders 105.7 Triple M. It's 22 to 8. And it is Freaky Friday for no other reason other than the fact that I'm in the middle of a ghost movie marathon (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about ghosts and paranormal things. And it's been a long time since we've uh, gone down the paranormal investigation road, it has. isn't it? It has been a long time. Here's the thing. I want to believe. I'm saying this le- legitimately. Mm. I genuinely want to believe, but I've been on multiple ghost tours. I've been on the Beechworth Asylum one. I've been on the one in Port Arthur, and I've never seen or felt anything. Really? Lou, I want to be convinced. I do. I genuinely do. You know I believe. You know I do. And you say you've never seen or felt anything, but you saw me get affected on the Beechworth Asylum tour. I definitely felt presence. It really affected me badly at that time. So we're in the cellar where they had um, some cells and the people that helped build it. Um, were I kept used in to the lock cells. them in there. It was awful. So, what did you actually feel, Lou? I just felt this real overwhelming sadness, like, like a real presence that engulfed me. That I suddenly felt so sad. And you remember, like, I literally s- started crying. I felt so terribly mm. sad, sick, sad. Like it was awful. I hated it. One triple three five three. I love ghosty things, and I want to. I want to believe. I genuinely want to believe that helped. That, uh, and I really do. And every time I hear them, I'm like, oh man, it has to be true then. But you just can't believe but then, it. But then, but then I never see it myself. So you're just not. You've got to be open to this kind of thing. One triple three five three. Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever felt a paranormal presence or something supernatural that you simply cannot explain? Now is the time to give us a call. One triple three five three. Would love to hear your story. 
and so I can go back to believing and then rejoin the the uh, ghost movie marathon a little bit later on tonight, Lou. Oh, then you'll freak yourself right <laughs> <I know>. out. <laughs> One triple three five three. Have you ever seen a ghost? Mel from Albury is giving us a call. Mel, have you uh, seen a ghost? Well, it's more a feeling. Um, right. I went to Mayday Hills one night, did the night tour up there. How scary but, is it? Seriously. I know, a bit freaky in places. Um, tried to take a photo in one room where there's you know, enough light for the camera to work. Wouldn't let me take a photo and then I felt and seen something go across the top of my head. <laughs> oh. What, what, what did it look like or feel like? I don't know, just a... I don't know, just a funny feeling. I don't, I don't know. And yeah, then you I, said, I know exactly what you mean. You that's said how yeah, I felt. Uh, several. Yeah. Was there another incident like that? Yeah, um, in Port Arthur. Oh, you've done did that one the, too. <laughs> yeah, did the night tour there. Um, I was the last person at the back of the group. Um, and we went down the stairs a bit to where they used to do the autopsies and whatever. Yeah. Um, so there was no way any wind or anything could come in and it felt like someone was blowing on the back of my ear. Ah, <laughs> that's Spooky. what I want to feel. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel when it's actually happening? Do you feel a connection to the other side, so to speak, or, or does it just no, freak you I out? I don't know. No, it doesn't freak me out. I, it just, I don't know. It doesn't freak me out and I don't feel a connection or anything. I just think, oh, well, you know, in a place like that. Yeah. Um, I just think I, I put it down to being just sensitive to like the feeling of where other people have been. Yeah. That's my, like it's yeah. like a, to me it's like a sensitivity. I think yeah. we're, we're a little bit psychic, Mel. <laughs> Definitely. You should Just go a to tiny Monte bit. Cristo. <laughs> Sorry? Have you been to Monte Cristo? No. Oh, uh, well, go there. Oh, go <laughs> there, in Luke. June. Where's, in June. Oh, is that one of yeah. like the really famous haunted places? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm go writing it down. Let's, let's go there together, Luke. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. <laughs> no worries. Bye. And from Dedarang has given us a call on one triple three five three. Have you uh, seen a ghost or felt a presence, Anne? Yes, we yes certainly did. We had one who oh, I think was he, he was a bit of a practical joker. Um, we would put uh, a empty coke bottle in the recycling pile and wake up in the morning and it's in the fridge. Oh, um, in the fridge. Oh, <laughs> it was oh, this sounds where like you a lived. proper pol- poltergeist. Yeah. Um, I I lived on the back of a property, a uh, little, little cabin at the back of a friend's property. Ooh. And I was looking after their animals while they were away and I walked into the house to get some more dog food and um, I heard a man's voice. I thought, oh, what are you doing home? So I'm walking around the house calling him going, why are you home? You're not supposed to be here. Um, he wasn't home. Um, checked the doors to make sure there was no stranger oh, in the house. Oh, that's cool. Um, there was absolutely nothing there. Everything was all locked up. There was nobody there. But I distinctly heard a man's voice. Oh, that's chilling. No doubt about it. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Anne. Yeah, he was um, a bit of a character, I think. Well, sounds like it. I mean, <laughs> playing hijinks with Coke bottles. And I like, like it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Used to let the cat in while I was in the shower and, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> funny. Thanks, yeah, Anne. Thanks for that, Anne. Have no a great worries. day. You too. Bye. See ya. When I say I want to believe, mm. I don't want to hear uh, a man's voice in my place. <laughs> you know, so uh, you want to believe and you want some evidence, yeah. but you don't want to be scared by it. No, nah, I don't want. I don't want a ghost moving stuff around 
at my place <laughs> or talking fun. to me. The poltergeist situation, I think, would be kind Luke, of funny. According to the Conjuring movies that I've been watching, a poltergeist is not fun. They hurl things at your head and throw kids around. Only if you're not And nice. it's based on a true story. The kids were nice. There's nothing wrong with those kids. Based on a true story. Yes. They're all based on true stories. No, they're not. His threat was down. It's Lou and Matt. It's Triple M. Uh, the Australian government, which is cracking down on exemptions to fly out of Australia, because as you know, you're not allowed to fly out. In fact, Australia is thought to be the only democratic country in the world that stops you flying out. Now, obviously, there are two sides to this, and we've done a great job to be so COVID-free. We'd like to keep it that way. But at the same time, you have to balance that with basic freedoms. And the world we lived in pre-COVID times was an interconnected world, Lou, with friends and family scattered throughout the globe. True. Therefore, all manner of situations that could precipitate someone needing to travel overseas. So we thought we'd get the perspective of a permanent resident all the way from Scotland, our friend and one of the world's best long-distance paddleboarders, Joanne Hamilton-Bale, joins us. Joanne, good morning. Good morning, guys. So, Joe, you um, normally fly overseas fairly regularly throughout the year for paddleboarding events, events that you run and events that you compete in. That's fair to say, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Prior to coming to Australia, I would probably have flown every month Yep, internationally to an event. So since you've been here too, you've also um, gone back to the UK um, to to do events, so you've flown out a couple of times. Um, but now you've basically been advised that as a permanent resident, you're not allowed to leave the country at any stage at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. But put into that, the minute I applied for a visa in 2017, they put a no, a no travel clause on my visa. Oh. I've been, I've been asking for exemptions from the government since 2017 and it eventually got granted I could stay and I could travel in January 2020. Yeah. So I, I gave up oh, no. what I had done for years because the government put a no travel clause. Yeah, yeah. Now, people would say, Joanne, that there have to be sacrifices by a small number of people to keep the majority safe. What do you think about that argument for keeping people here? Um, I think we do need to keep people safe. I'm really mindful of keeping everyone safe. I'm proud to live in a country that has virtually no covid but also I should have the right to travel. I have zero family in Australia. I, I don't have anyone. I, Apart from a few friends, my friends are in either in Hawaii, in Europe or in the UK. And But I'm willing to hotel quarantine on my return at my own cost. Yeah, so, I, but, so I think if I'm willing to do that and pay out my own money yeah, to go into yeah. quarantine, I should be allowed to go. It is really, really interesting. Look, we're, we're, we're almost out of time. You know what my uh, opinion is? I'm sure everybody wants to hear my opinion. But my opinion would be that we may as well just get to the point where everyone who wants the vaccine can get the vaccine and then just let the, let everything open then, uh, then and properly open. Yeah, because, yeah. It, I mean, surely we have to open at some point, don't we, Joanne? Yeah, absolutely. We do. What well, I feel this is the most scared country in the world. Quickly, also, Matt, I think when I said to you with my visa restrictions, I felt that I lived in Russia with sunshine <laughs> and I feel like I live in North Oh, Korea. don't say oh, that, no. Joanne. Hopefully, when everyone gets the vaccine, they will open up because it really does have to at that point, surely. So that should be by the end of the year, hopefully. Joanne, very interesting to get your perspective and really feel for your situation as well. Thanks for the chat. 
No worries, guys. Take care. It's really tough. Yeah. A lot of people hurting. And there'd be a lot of people in a Mm. very similar situation to Joe. Normally on a Friday, we would uh, have Wayne Schwoss with us, but he's uh, on holidays at the moment. And to be honest with you, Lou, I think you'll agree with me on this. His Mm. tipping this year has been abysmal. It's been poor, Lou, because he's focused on other things and our our bet, not the games. He has been focused on other things. So you can mark these down, and I'm going great guns in Supercoach at the moment, so you can trust my... I'm the expert. Fantasy football. Come (laughs) on. St Kilda and Geelong. Um, You know what? No, you've got to go to Geelong. Safe option, Lou. Yep, okay. <laughs> Sydney. I'm not tipping, you're tipping. Oh, you've got to throw in your thoughts. Sydney, uh, Sydney and uh, Collingwood. Um, don't go for Sydney, Lou. That's what is old. Sydney. Oh, you would. Actually, they will. They'll, they're guaranteed to win. Collingwood are disgraceful at the moment. Uh, the Hawks and North Melbourne, another one of Swatter's old teams. Ooh, I'm going to go for the Hawks, though. The Hawks are going badly, but so are North, obviously. They haven't won a game, Lou, all season. Mm. One of our mates is a is a, a North Melbourne supporter yeah. sucked in. Um, He's actually, such the, a good friend. The guy who's fixing my car right now is a North supporter, so I take it all back. North are awesome. He's got my car. <laughs> <laughs> Amin, don't do anything to my car. Uh, the Gold Coast Suns and the Brisbane Lions. It's the only game I care about. It's a cute clash. Oh, clearly, it's going to be the Lions. They are travelling well, I have to yeah. admit. Uh, Richmond and the uh, Giants. This is in yeah, Melbourne, Marvel again. Stadium. Um, go, you know what? You can't. You can't tip Richmond. You, it, <coughs> it hurts you to tip them, doesn't it? I'd love it if they lost because then, then finally, it would be the empire is crumbling. Yeah, but the likelihood of them losing is not high. I'm going for the Giants. Mark that one down ah, by fifty. Radio. Uh, Port Probably Adelaide. Fifty. <coughs> Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. Yeah, Port Adelaide. Um, Essendon and the Dockers, who cares? But probably, I don't know, the Dons, Lou? Nah. It's in Melbourne. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, go the Dons. Now, this is the club that I'm on this year, other than the Crows, of course, who I love. Yeah. Melbourne and Carlton. What Melbourne, do you mean that you're unbeaten. on? They haven't won the flag since the year you were born, I Lou. know, it would be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be like the real fairy tale Cinderella story. 57 years ago. Um, they'll beat Carlton easily. Carlton are a disgrace. And finally, the West Coast Eagles and the mighty Adelaide Crows oh, in like, Perth. Yeah, the Eagles. <laughs> we travel well. <laughs> uh, put it all down on the Crows. Oh, don't. <laughs> Can you see the odds on the, the difference in the odds? Don't. Come and just have a little look. No, nah, I don't think they have them yet. Do they? It'll yeah, be bad. It'll it's be really bad. bad. Don't. Time's right. The odds against Did Adelaide you? are high. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your tips. Mark it all down from a super coach expert. That's me and, and Lou throwing in a uh, opinion. It's Lou and Matt. Um, it's Love and Local. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm just You're losing so it. You're so good, aren't you? Such a good tipster. <laughs> and the Sunshine Ride starts uh, this afternoon at 6pm at Adrenaline Boxing and Conditioning in Albury. Fundraising for the Albury Wodonga Regional Cancer Centre Trust Fund, an ambitious target of $25,000. And let's talk to uh, Jennifer, who's part of the organising committee. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning. Good morning again. Hey, Jenny, um, tell me something now. Originally, was your um, fundraising target twenty grand, and you've and you've already gone through that? That's right, Lou. We've um, we had twenty thousand, and uh, we've passed that, which is great. Wow. We're almost. At- yeah, we're almost at twenty three thousand. That is so good, sensational. Yeah, awesome. In All such right. a short amount of time. Um, so you've got uh, you've got a team of people who are going to be powering through twenty four hours. You've also got a uh, a single bike rotating in in hour long um, uh, time periods that people could could book and jump on if they didn't want to do the full twenty four hours. Where do you stand with the people actually um, undertaking it at the moment? Have you still got spots available? 
I think there's about one or two one-hour spots left for the um, for the 24-hour bike that people can just jump onto. So, yeah, if there's anyone that still wants to come down and, and give it a go, um, probably best to contact through the um, Sunshine Ride Facebook page because I'm, I'm not exactly sure how gotcha. much we've got left. Yeah, so yeah. it's been really great. So that page is AWRCC Sunshine Ride. Yeah, on Facebook, yep. So, Jenny, uh, apart from people riding bikes, is there going to be anything else happening there um, throughout the 24-hour period? Uh, yep. So, on the Saturday morning, we've got um, a barbecue that will be happening. Um, so, there'll be bacon and egg rolls for sale between 7 and 9 a.m. down yep. at the gym. Um, and then also the Real Florist uh, coffee across the road from the gym are going to be having um, specials on coffee if you mention that you're um, with the Sunshine Ride. So don't oh, make a donation awesome. from each of their coffee sold. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's really good. There's, I think the teams we've got a few games and things set up for during the night to keep people motivated. <laughs> yeah, um, you'll need it when they're not napping. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah that's um, fantastic. All right, well, good good luck. Uh, the AWRCC Sunshine Ride page Facebook page is the best place if you want to get in contact and I'm sure you'll be putting up posts and stuff that people can follow on that page as well and of course Adrenaline Boxing and Conditioning is on Olive Street in Albury Jennifer, um, good luck hope it goes really well and you burst you. through that $25,000 mark which I'm sure you will Oh, I reckon we'll get there so um, any donation large or small is great Fantastic. Good luck. Well, uh, Thank you. We'll find out how your fundraising went uh, next week. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much, guys.